Slava Isus Christus, Slava Glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil again, doing another podcast on this very hot and humid Sunday afternoon where I live. So I just finished all my liturgies for the weekend, all my church services. A little bit tired now, just resting at home and preparing for a new week ahead. So what I'm going to talk about today um, from this book that I've read before called Beneath the Mantle of Your Mercy, a very um, comprehensive prayer book for Eastern Christians and uh, talking about our Christian life. And the six truths of our Christian belief. So uh, I'm going to talk about these six truths. Number one, there is one God who created all things and governs all things. There is one God who created all things and governs all things. So, if we are a Christian, we should have knowledge that God is our creator. We weren't created from, um, you know, from anything else except God. Right? And how that, you know, you want, you might want to, uh, people believe in, um, evolution and you know that we are, de- are derived from monkeys from apes you know all those things don't matter because God made everything if you want to believe that we're made from monkeys someone ought to make the monkeys if you want to believe that we were made from whatever form in this world from the water from the earth God made all this stuff, okay? So there is one God who created all things and governs all things. So he didn't just create us. God created the entire universe. Everything that exists was created from God. Everything that we know was created from God. Everything that we can see was created from God. Okay? So he is the creator. But he's also the governor. He governs all things. So every th- the whole world was created for God's purpose. Okay? The, there was a purpose. There was a reason. There was, um, you know, God had a reason to create what we see in this world. Now, we don't always understand God's reason. We don't, because we're not God. We don't have the mindset of God. We are human beings and we are weak compared to what God knows. We don't know. We are not all powerful. We are not all knowing like God is. Only God knows why the world is created. Okay? But the world is still governed by God. The world um, is God's. Everything in this world was created by God. Okay, so God watches over us. God 
is our master in all ways. Secondly, God is all merciful and all just. He forgives the repentant sinner, rewards good and punishes evil. So listen to this again. God is all merciful and all just. He forgives the repentant sinner, rewards good and punishes evil. We don't want to hear in this world, so many people don't want to hear about justice. They think they can do whatever they want in this world and don't have to repent for what they've done. That is not true. God gave us free will. God gave us a choice to choose between good and evil. So we always have to make that choice between what is good and what is evil. If we choose what is evil, it's our decision to be separated from God forever. And, you know, it says here, God punishes evil, but we are choosing evil ourselves because God has given us the free will to choose between good and evil. If we choose evil, that means we are not choosing good. That means we said to God, we don't want to listen to him. We don't want to be in his good graces. We want to be separate. with us like the devil was. That's like Satan separated from God. And if we're saying to God, we don't want to be with him, God's not going to force us to be with him. God lets us make our own decisions in life. So if we make evil decisions, if we do bad all the time, we are choosing to live away from God for eternity. Okay? So God's mercy is the same as his justice. So God wants us to be forgiven. He wants us to ask for forgiveness. But if we don't ask for forgiveness, he's not going to force it out of us. He wants us to choose it freely. So there's a difference between forced forgiveness and freely chosen forgiveness. You know, God's not going to threaten us to to ask for forgiveness. He doesn't do that. That's not the kind of God he is. God is just and merciful, but he will also give us that freedom to make our own choices in life. So if we make the choice of good, then we will be rewarded for good. If we make the choice of evil, we are separating ourselves from God forever. Okay? So that's why we need to ask for repentance. True repentance. Sincere repentance every day of our life to try to turn our life around. Number three. There are three divine persons. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Most Holy Trinity. So, as Christians, we should have learned about the Trinity from, you know, when we were children, when we were infants yet. We should always pray in the name of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We know that 
uh, God the Father, you know, God the Heavenly Father, um, is, is the one that Jesus told us to worship all the time, right? So we are worshiping God the Father. We, our thoughts are through Him. And through God the Father, the, the, the Trinity, um, Jesus Christ came into the world. And we'll be talking about that right away. You know, Jesus Christ always existed. Jesus Christ always was part of the Trinity. But He listened to God the Father. He listened to um, you know his his heavenly Father, and came into the world to give us eternal life. And after he left the world, uh, he's you know through God the Father through the Son sent the Holy Spirit, you know that that Paraclete to guide us to truth. The Holy Spirit is guiding us towards making good decisions towards making us holy, towards making us follow the commandments and follow the rules that God the Father has made for us so our souls will be in heaven. Number four, the second divine person, the Son of God, became a man and died on the cross for our salvation. So, um, again, as I said earlier, uh, the, the the son of uh, God, son of God, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, uh, was born of the Virgin Mary, came into this world as a human being, like all of us, was born the same way we were all born, and grew into uh, that 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 Jesus that we know from the gospel stories, and he became. Um, our salvation. He became the Messiah because he took on the sins of the world. He took on uh, all of our sinfulness and he took it upon himself on the cross so that sin does no longer have a hold upon us. He took all of our sins upon himself and, and destroyed death he destroyed the power of death that the devil had over us. Because every time we sin, every time we, um, we, we, we go against God's graces, we are separating ourselves further and further away from God. And we are really, uh, letting death come between us and God. And Jesus, um, bridged that gap again. He, he destroyed the power of death. So even though we die physically, our souls will no longer be separated from God because of Jesus' resurrection, because of his great sacrifice on the cross for us. Number five, the human soul is immortal. So as I said, even though we die on this earth, even though our bodies are decay in the ground, you know, we call back to the dust that we came from, that we were created from, the dirt of the ground, our souls will live forever. And we have to decide on this earth 
where our souls go. And again, that goes back to point number uh, two. If we do what is good in this world, if we choose to follow God, if we choose that God's grace to be in our lives, we will be rewarded with the heavenly kingdom. But if we choose not to follow God, if we choose to ignore God, if we choose to do evil in this world, our souls will be separated from God forever in a place that we call hell. So our souls will be tormented. Our souls will be lost forever because of our choice to not follow God. And number six, the presence of divine grace is necessary for salvation. So we get grace from the sacraments. So every time we receive one of the sacraments, when we are baptized, when we are confirmed, when we receive Holy Communion, when we receive the absolution from confession, when we receive the anointing, holy anointing, and when we, you know, are, are married and, and, uh, you know, receive the divine, uh, holy orders as, uh, you know, in the priesthood and, and the bishops receive holy orders, we are all getting that grace. We are all getting that divine grace to, um, to be people of holiness. Right. And, uh, you know, especially for uh, all of us, every time I I think the two, uh, you know, after baptism, when we are all baptized to to remind us of that grace, to remind us to fill our our souls with uh, holiness, we have to receive Eucharist constantly, but with a. a pure soul. So that means we also have to go to confession regularly to remove our sins. And then that way, the communion, Holy Communion, will give us uh, that grace we need to follow Jesus to heaven. So that's, that's basically the six truths of our Catholic faith. God bless you. Have a good day.